Chapter seventy nine of Explanation of Catholic Morals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Explanation of Catholic Morals by John H. Stapleton. Hearts. The heart, the seat of the affections is after the mind whose authority and direction it is made to obey man's noblest faculty but it may in the event of its contemning reasons dictates become the source and fountainhead of inordinate lust and an instrument of much moral disaster and ruin when the intelligence becomes powerless to command and to say what and when and how the affections shall disport themselves then man becomes a slave to his heart and is led like an ass by the nose hither and thither and when nature runs thus unrestrained and wild it makes for the mud-holes of lust wherein to wallow and besot itself the heart is made to love what is good now good is real or apparent love is blind and needs reason to discern for it what is good and what is not reason to direct its affections into their legitimate channels but the heart may refuse to be thus controlled swayed by the whisperings of ignorant pride and conceit or it may be unable to receive the impulse of the reason on account of the unhealthy fumes that arise from the too exuberant animal nature unchastened by self-denial then it is that free to act as it lists it accepts indiscriminately everything with an appearance of good and which gets mixed up much of that which appeals to the inferior appetites and in the end it gets lost again the heart is a power for good or evil it may be likened to a magazine holding within its throbbing sides an explosive deposit of untold energy and puissance capable of all things within the range of the human while it may lift man to the very pinnacle of goodness it may also sink him to the lowest level of infamy only in one case it is spiritualized love in the other it is carnal in one case it obeys the spirit in the other the flesh in one case its true name is charity in the other it is animal sexual instinct and is only improperly called love for god is love love therefore is pure that which is not pure is not love people who trifle with the affections usually come to woe sooner or later sooner rather than later affairs of the heart are always morally malodorous affairs frequently there is evil on one side at least in intention from the heart the devil's game is to play on the chaste attachment and in an unguarded moment to swing it around to his point if the victim does not balk at the first shock and surprise the game is won for long experience has made him confident of being able to make the counterfeit look like the real and it requires as a general rule little argument to make us look at our faults in their best light many a pure love has degenerated and many a virtue fallen why because people forget who and what they are forget they are human forget they are creatures of flesh and blood predisposed to sin saturated with concupiscence and naturally frail as a reed against the seductions of the wily one they forget this and act as though theirs were art angelic instead of a human nature they imagine themselves proof against that which counts such victims as david and solomon which would cause the fall of a father of the desert or even of an angel from heaven 
encumbered with the burden we carry if he despise the claims of ordinary common sense and this forgetfulness on their part let it be remembered is wholly voluntary and culpable at least in its cause they may not have been attentive at the precise moment that the flames of passion reached the mine of their affections but they were well aware that things would come inevitably to such a pass and when the mine went up as it was natural what wonder if disaster followed who is to blame but themselves people do not play with matches around a powder magazine and if they do very little consolation comes with the knowledge of their folly when they are being picked up in sections from out of the ruins of course there are easier victims than these such as would not recognize true intersexual love if they saw it through a magnifying glass everything of the nature of a fancy or whim of a sensation or emotion with them is love love's sick maidens are usually soft-brained and their languorous swains lascivious the latter pose as killers the former wear their heart on their sleeve and are convinced that every second man they meet who treats them gallantly is smitten with their charms and is passionately in love with them some go in for excitement and novelty to break the monotony of virtuous restraint they are anxious for a little adventure and romance a good thing too to have these exploits to narrate to their friends but they do not tell all to their friends they would be ashamed to if said friends are wise they can supply the deficiencies and when it is all over it is the same old story of the man that did not know the gun was loaded they therefore who would remain pure must of all necessity keep custody over their heart's affections make right reason and faith their guide and make the will force obedience thereto if wrong attachments are formed then there is nothing to do but to eradicate them to cut tear and crush they must be destroyed at any cost a penny weight of prudence might have prevented the evil it will now take mortification in large and repeated doses to undo it and this alone is their salvation end of chapter seventy nine